0: From the Acres Broadcast Center at Memorial Stadium. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Dolman, alongside Jay Foreman. Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Show and Happy Homecoming 2022. Nebraska returned to action after a week off uh, with that bye. Took on Indiana in front of the 386th consecutive salad at Memorial Stadium, and what a great night! One Nebraska needed 35-21 is the final score. The Huskers are two and three on the season, one and one in Big Ten play. And Jay, are you ready for this? <laughs> Tied for first place in the Big Ten West. Yeah, yeah. What a fun night!
1: Yeah, we need to pin 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 today in uh, 2022 as the uh, hopefully the official turnaround in Nebraska.
0: <laughs> What'd you think of the performance by uh, by Mickey, Bill Bush, the entire team from start to finish?
1: I think it was it was good. I mean, obviously it was. Uh, A long game. (laughs) You know, it was was pushing the uh, longest game in in recent history. It was ugly at times with the amount of penalties. Now, that's subjective. But you know the thing that really just kind of just popped in my mind? Mickey, Bill Bush. And, look, I'm not taking it. Don't take anything away from the coaches that were on the, you know, previous staff before, they had to buy in and, and understand that, hey, look, we're professionals and we need to handle our business. The energy that Mickey provides and what Bill Bush can provide, I think they did a really good job of pushing these guys through kind of like that gray area because it was twenty one twenty one. You know, there was a lot of anxiety on that sidelines. Oh, here we go again. A bad call or a bad break. And you know what? They pushed themselves through. I like the aggressive play, taking shots. I'm sure that part of the reason why Whipple was upset before, they were there before. And it was no time like when it happened. It busted the game open. And then I like that they went out and finished it the right way. It's something that definitely they can hang their hat on and go back to work on.
0: Nebraska's interim head football coach, after his win, the Huskers' defeat, Indiana by a score of 35 to 21 to improve to 2 and 3 on the 2022 campaign. With all due respect to Jacob Drake and Emily Hatterman, who were named the homecoming royalty at halftime. He's the king of Nebraska right now, Jay. Oh, you know yeah. him. How do you think he? Uh, he talked about the kids. He talked about the assistant coaches and what they've all been through. But can he give himself a few minutes to be satisfied with the performance that he's been able to put together the last two weeks, which culminated no. in a win tonight?
1: Oh, for sure. It even started, you know, when he had to, you know, jump in the fire with Oklahoma week. I mean, that takes a grown man to look at that big challenge, knowing you know, that the emotions of, you know, Scott getting fired, the situation with possibly with, uh, obviously with Eric the waiting in the wings or whatever, and trying to mentally get a team prepared to go out there and play. And you have to go from associate head coach, wide receiver coach, to all of a sudden running the whole thing and then dealing with a lot of, things that don't have to do with X's and O's. So it's a process that he, 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 he didn't – you know, I know about Mickey and know knows – is, you know, from Vance and stuff. So I know what he's made of. And I wasn't – this doesn't surprise me, but um, – you happy for him cuz he genuinely you know genuinely wants to do the best job he can for Nebraska and he expects to go out there and win. He knows what it takes to win. Um and he knows that even though they won tonight, you know they still got some stuff to improve on. So yeah, he he, he should go and enjoy it, <laughs> right? And then when he wakes up tomorrow morning, you know the energy that he has, he's going to be right back in there trying to get that same feeling, you know, to go and, and that feeling's not going to come just by showing up at Rutgers. That feeling's going to come by by putting in the same amount of work, addressing the issues would be penalties. Without forgetting about some of the other things that you need to address, but then also making sure you continue to improve on what you do well, you know. And so, you know, I think they have a detailed plan. You got to give, uh, you know, if Mickey's the. Uh the king of the homecoming. I mean, uh, I guess, you know, I'm a big Game of Thrones guy, so I'm sure Bill Bush is his, is his hand. He's the hand. He's obviously not the queen, so he's the hand. So he's the, he's the right-hand man. And you got to get – look, man, and then, like I said, you know, you got to give all the coaches on the coaching staff um, from top to bottom. The coaches that got elevated to new positions, the GAs, analysts, and everybody else because everybody's pulling a little bit more and doing a little bit more than they normally maybe haven't had to do. And when you're when you're a coach at the college level, you're still a professional, and 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 they all you know got behind or been you know got got behind Mickey. Um, understand it's not the you know ideal situation for them, but also everybody had a hand in you know how you get there, and they're trying to dig yourselves out of out of it, and that's you know what you saw in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's one game, but it's a good it's good to see them because Indiana is a team that's going to compete. Like this isn't. Like meatloaf state, and you can say, "Oh well, it's you make you know they're, they're a, you know lower level team or something like that." This is a team that is well three and one. Um, they beat Illinois. Illinois. Quite. I was going to say, quite frankly, the the if not the best looking team in the West. The you know the one B. You know besides Minnesota, uh, first game of the year, and um, their coach is tough, and so you know they they were going to come in and play, and they've been putting up yards at a premium and so you know they they Nebraska matched it and, and I think you know Nebraska wore them down. Finally, it was a game where, you know, I saw in a play like when they, Nebraska had the ball, like number ninety four was on there on Indiana it was just going through the motions, right? That let me know, in some form or fashion, even though their defensive line got got after our offensive line, we had won our battles, but at the end of the day, they were closer to tapping out than we were, and we had I don't know if I'd seen that in a while around here, and I just. I mean, it's one play. Like, like, less, you know, I'm not gonna try to over exaggerate, but I like the way they were in. They ended the game. I like the way that they won in the fourth quarter and stepped up and made plays. And they made, they did, they played. You know, they had some continuity. It wasn't just hey, score, give up a score, score, and it's kind of. It's like okay, we scored, we stopped them, scored, stopped them, got the ball back. Had the best formation, the best play in uh, in, in college football history. is victory formation, which we haven't done in a while.
0: Yeah. I think that's why Mickey called the timeout, was to just make sure we were all on, this, on yeah. the same page with how to do that. i got some business to take care of. We'll continue our discussion here on the fifth quarter show. Nebraska's 35-21 win over Indiana. When the Huskers win at home, Runza app users win a free original Runza sandwich or a quarter-pound hamburger with the purchase of a medium fry and Pepsi. Visit the App Store and download now. Some of the numbers tonight, Casey Thompson, 18 of 27 through the air, 270 yards, a couple of touchdowns, did throw an interception. His favorite receiver, no shock, Trey Palmer. Eight catches, 157 yards receiving, that's a career high. Had the 71-yard touchdown pass that uh, really uh, did it in for Nebraska in that fourth quarter. Oliver Martin had three catches, 65 yards on the ground. Uh, Anthony Grant, 32 carries, 136 yards. He maintains his status in the top ten nationally in rushing. Taking a look at some of the the team statistics, the Huskers held Indiana under 300 yards of total offense, 290 for the Hoosiers, 385 for the Big Red. Nebraska, 270 through the air, 223 for Indiana. Uh, A lot of penalties on both sides. Uh, (laughs) 11 for 92 yards for Indiana. 12 for 111 for Mickey. But he said, you know, if we're going to be aggressive, those things are going to happen. And they did. And then Nebraska had big plays offensively, big plays defensively, seven Three and outs, forced right. by Bill Bush's defense, and the block punt, and the return for the touchdown, and everybody's happy for Malcolm Hartzog with that 30-yard return on the block. Uh, that was a huge play, and a big special teams play that has been missing for so long. You keep waiting for a big return, that hasn't happened, but a block punt for a touchdown that always uh, uh, usually leads to good things, and it certainly did. You mentioned something a moment ago, Jay, when you said he wants to do a good job for Nebraska. This is a different situation than an interim coach coming in. Say a Mark Whipple, Uh, many athletic directors might go with an experienced head coach who's won a national championship elsewhere. But no, Trev gave the keys to Mickey Joseph, a Nebraska guy. So he wants to do a good job, as does Bill Bush. For Nebraska,
1: right, and I mean, look, Mickey's Mickey wants to be the head coach, so he's. <laughs> I mean, he's got he's kind of got you know double goals there. Um, you know, I think you know Trev was in a good, in my well, at least my opinion, that he was in a good um, position to decide between you know what you know if it was a big decision between him or Mickey and Whipple. But I think you know um, it. I think it's Mickey the coach and the person before being a nebraska guy i think what the people didn't really understand what i was saying is it's a unique situation but mickey's voice and his actions right i'm i'm a big on how people move so when he moves with pure legitimate confidence and when he's coming to you as an offensive defensive player and he's like hey we we need better it's genuine that's leadership right um taking accountability and all that stuff that's right there and he knows it and, he, and he's learning too but he's embracing it all that's what i think was a big factor plus he you know you know he kind of understands what what's under nebraska's stadium per se his foundation so i think it worked out well and i think whipple's fine with it and um you know and, and you know it's 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 a it's good it's a good situation in a not so ideal Situation, but I I, like I keep saying it's a unique situation than any. One in the nation because Georgia Tech just—I think they can their coach, right? Yeah, I think they wouldn't even let him walk like walk to his car, <laughs> right? Right? So, Arizona uh, States, right? NBA. Yeah, they—you know—put him in handcuffs here. You know? <laughs> how dare you lose down at Georgia Tech? But th- the thing is, how it's a—it's a unique situation. And I think it can be a positive situation where you—you you can flip the script of this whole season in eight games, and it's not like an off-season where your intern coach—you still have your quarterback. Still got your receiver Trey Palmer, running back. You still got your talent there. Now you just got to got to do what you got to do.
0: How do they maintain what was a four-quarter spirited effort? I think there was more spirit in the second half than I right. think we've seen in a long time. And and Mickey noted that we can now we prove that we can win a four-quarter game. But how do they carry that? How do they maintain that? Is that newfound belief fragile? Or is there a foundation because they have been close and they finally got it done?
1: Well, I think it's, a, I mean, of course, if, you know, you know, say you let yourself down, you could be quote-unquote fragile. But I think the biggest thing they need to do is understand what they did to get to this point, right? I know for a fact the energy was better, right? I know for a fact the intensity was better from the coaches and the the players and what the expectations were. So, hey, it's reset. Whenever that next practice is, it's on. Now, it's a short week, but that doesn't mean doesn't mean mentally. You're not showing up and, in, in, you know, being mentally locked in like a game because I'm assuming that since it's they're going to have to go out and get something done on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday are work days. We're hitting the sky and we're landing in, in in New Jersey, ready to you know win another game. So I think the biggest thing is to do is just con- you know look what you did right, continue to do it, add on to it by addressing our um, you know issues and not only just penalties, um, but you know execution up front, offense and defensive line. Um, and who knows, you know, what type of scheme they might have to run uh, against, you know, the you know Rucker Scarlet Knights. So, look, it's a it's a new work week here in about uh, you know nine ten hours.
0: Matt Cotney will be along with the highlights as well as the the, the scoreboard coming up in a little bit. Uh, Anybody, Jay, stand out to you? Obviously, you've got Casey at quarterback. You've got Grant with the big numbers and Trey Palmer, but did anybody kind of personify, exemplify the effort tonight?
1: Well, I think, you know, there's a few. Uh, Well, first of all, um, I will say this, Luke Reimer always plays hard. the play that was all over Twitter when the quarterback from Oklahoma was running up, Luke was one of the only few still busting his tail down there Tonight, he played hard. I mean, again, and that's just kind of just rinse and repeat. But Hartzog, you know, being a true freshman, I don't know if he's 18 years old. He looks like he's about like 16, right? No, no offense, young man. You I mean, check his ID when he yeah. Comes to we gotta the check your ID. You know, we gotta. And then if I don't know if you can get on some rides at uh, you know or whatever. But no, just playing. He's plenty, plenty big. But for him, I think it was good. I think um, didn't hear his name much, except for when he made plays. Um, he competed the whole time. Um, and then you know he was able to scoop and score and have a you know a game breaking play that hadn't you know block punt return for touchdown was a 2009. So I mean that's pretty special in his first start and to be on this type of stage night game anxiety of waiting to play um, he really stood out for me. Um, you know, I was, it was good to see, um, you know, a couple plays from Ty Robinson as well, you know, just because, you know, he made one early, kind of fell asleep, got a sack, same with Garrett Nelson. Um, so it was good to see some guys, Nick Heinrich coming back, you know, I think that came good for him, man. You know, like, come back, play Oklahoma, get a bye week, let the hand heal up a little bit more. Um, you know, I was really happy for him. And you know what? I mean, at time, you know, Buford as well, I think there was a play where he filled in the alley, um, one on one had a really good tackle good form tackle which has been you know some issues before so you know i think look they luke gifford or gifford um um was a factor um and and i think making plays even though it's not you know perfect i think is going to really bode well for him
0: all right nobody's going to condone turner corcoran getting thrown out of a game but i did check some social media and some of the guys that we both know yeah uh, acknowledged it, and you could sense that they were posting with a wink and a nod to him. Hey, for, for hey, dude! Hey, let me tell you bit. something. So, there was a pipeline seal of approval for uh, this nastiness.
1: I, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, uh, we can. We good. There, there's an old saying. We can temper you. 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 It's, it's easier to temper you down <laughs> than to get guys that kind of go up. I like it. I don't. I think the last. The one that he got ejected for was that's a subjective call. I think it was very, very kind of touchy-feely. Um, I like his aggressiveness. I like it. I like him playing left guard, stepping in the left tackle. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean that's a, I mean that's takes some courage to do that, right? Uh, one, you go from left tackle last year to left guard, you know, and whether you look at a demotion or just a promotion, is somewhere in between. Now you're back there. Um, I like him trying to finish. I, I'll say Anthony came in and he was finishing, you know. Um, I liked that about it. Now, was it pretty? No. But what I liked was the energy that it was given. And you got to give Bran um, uh, Banks some, some credit too, right? Turner goes out. He hadn't played that much all season. Comes in again. I think he had been playing a little bit of guard too, a little bit of tackle. Didn't really hear his name. I mean, you got you got, and then you know, of course, you want to give uh, Coach Donnie you know the respect. But I like it. I like the aggressiveness, and he'll learn from it. And the only thing I would tell him is because I'd been there before. <laughs> when I was in Houston, uh, we were playing Buffalo. I'd got a kind of ticky tack horse collar, and then I got a secondary taunting penalty. I didn't. For, they wouldn't kick us out of the game. They just. I just got a a, a white envelope. Saying I was getting fined, but seventy-four thousand people were booing, calling in the radio shows, talking about getting cut. So it's not that bad, man. You can always you can always survive after it. And uh, I like the aggressiveness, and I like the accountability that he that he took as well. He took the hard coaching. He knew he kind of made a mistake. Mickey coached him in the moment, and that's what you want. And it's 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 good. And um, now, granted, obviously we, we get we can't have it every single week, but I, I'll take that aggressiveness.
0: And we will certainly take the win. 35-21. Nebraska gets the victory over Indiana. The Huskers are two and three on the year, one and one in Big Ten play, and have a date next Friday night at six o'clock against Rutgers.
2: Welcome back inside the Husker locker room. Nebraska, a 35-21, winner over Indiana. Congratulations. This has to feel
3: good. I appreciate it. Um, it's a great win. Great win for the boys and great win for the coaches.
2: A lot to be happy with. Certainly things you need to clean up, and you will get to that tomorrow. But offense did some good things. Defense did
3: good things. Special teams. This is a team win. Yes, we talked about we had to be solid in all three phases. And for the most part, we was. And like you said, we got to clean up some some, some penalties. And we'll talk about that tomorrow as a staff. Then when the kids get in, we'll talk about it. And then we'll go back and um, get ready for workers. But we'll clean that up.
2: You start a true freshman at corner. Malcolm Hartsock did a great job, and then picks up the block punt, runs it in. You have to be proud of that young man.
3: Oh yes, when Mar- Malcolm came in, Malcolm came in day one. You know, just sitting sitting in the front of the meetings, working hard. You know, just waiting on his turn, waiting on his time. He kept getting better every day, every day. And we we noticed, excuse me, we noticed him on special teams, and that's when he started playing corner. We said, okay, let's start him.
2: Seven three and ounce for your defense,
3: market improvement. Absolutely, you take your hat off to the to the defensive players and uh, defensive coaches. Um, Bill Bush did an uh, excellent job. How'd you feel? You talked about communication. You had to communicate on defense. Was that better? Did you see? That's, that's been better the last two weeks. That they communicate. They're talking.
2: Valentino's, a slice of home you just can't get anywhere else. What started with a treasured family recipe in Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, has become a classic Italian tradition for 65 years. More with a coach coming up. Download the My CVA app and see in real time just how much more money you can make when you incorporate value-added grain into your grain program. Learn how you can get up to five thousand dollars signing bonus with a value-added grain contract at cva.coop.com. Huskers a thirty-five twenty-one winner tonight the third quarter was odd nobody scored hardly any offense in that third quarter and then the it, the pop the top got popped on that long pass play from Casey to Trey your thoughts about what that looked like
3: well you know head head into the fourth quarter you know it was 21-21 um and we we said let's finish we said let's finish and so we finished we scored 14 points and we shut them out in the fourth so we won the fourth quarter to be a really good football team you got to win the fourth quarter but you got to get the game there so they got the game to the fourth and they won it
2: you're up seven. You get the ball back after then a good stand by your defense, and the offense puts together a six-minute drive. You had to love that.
3: Yes, yes, because Whipples did a great job of, of play calling. The kids did a great job of executing the plays, and we got to continue to do that. We got to just keep getting better every day. We, we talked about in practice stacking days, and I thought they stacked days last week, and we got to come back this week and do the same thing.
2: Turner Corcoran gets ejected in the first half. I know you talked about that in your press conference. So you had to put Brandt Banks in there at left tackle. How'd you feel like the line competed for you?
3: I thought they I thought they really played hard. I thought they, they played hard. They went after it. They played with great technique. But they were nasty. They were getting after him. They were run blocking. And we've got to take our hats off. And we we'll fix we'll fix Cox. We'll fix what he did. You know, and um and we'll get better next week.
2: Get some final thoughts from the coach coming up here. Nothing goes better with Husker Sports and Fairbury. Fairbury premium quality hot dogs. Deliver the home game experience to your family and friends. Fairbury, the official hot dog of Husker Nation. Back with some final thoughts from Mickey Joseph next. 35-21 the final. The Huskers won it over Indiana tonight. Luke Reimer's made a lot of plays in his Husker career. How about the interception that he picked off the guy's chest?
3: Well, you know what? When, when, when this, this happened, when the change happened, Luke was one of the kids that I called in. I, I know he was tight with everything, and he was a, a dedicated kid, a kid from Lincoln. And um, I asked him, just you know, just stick with it, just play hard. And Luke's a great leader. Great, Luke's a great football player. I think he reset himself, he refocused himself, and he played he played a hell of a game today.
2: Short week, playing a Friday on the road. How does that change your prep? Does it, it speeds it up? I guess quite a bit.
3: Yeah, it speeds it up. We'll get we'll get um, put this game to bed tomorrow and get on Rutgers tomorrow. Congratulations. Thank you. There he is,
2: Mickey Joseph, with us after the Huskers' 35-21 victory over Indiana. Our conversation with the coach has been sponsored by Valentino's a Slice of Home You Just Can't Get Anywhere Else. Jessica has more from the locker room coming up.
4: Welcome into the locker room show. I'm Jessica Cootie, here with Ethan Piper. Well, what a game. How did that feel?
2: Well, oh, awesome. You know, um...
5: Just felt good to get a win and just ready to keep it rolling.
4: You guys have had to shuffle people around on the offensive line, you included, and then Turner goes down in the first half. What kept this offensive line together and allowed you guys to continue to do what you did? You
5: no, know, it's the brotherhood, man. It's. Day in and day out, we come together and work together. It's all of us. It's not one of us, it's all of us. We're a family out there and it's just fun to be with the guys and especially get get dubbed tonight.
4: What went into these last two weeks again as as an entire team to be ready to come out and do what you did tonight?
5: You know, just nothing changed. Our mentality is this grind mentality. Like I said, we came to work every single day and hard work pays off if you just keep going at it and keep having belief. We always believe in the whole line room and we believe that we're going to win tonight and it happened.
4: How about the complementary football between the offense and the defense? I know you guys have been talking about that, but when the defense would do something good, the offense go take advantage of it, and vice versa. How big was that tonight?
5: It was great, but like I said, we just keep believing. Like the thing is, I think we're starting to figure out. Just keep believing, and we'll go far. We work hard. We come every day, and it's gonna be. If we keep feeding off each other like that, it's gonna be a good rest of the season.
4: What goes into a short week now before you hit the road again?
5: You know, we just gotta come back tomorrow, stay safe tonight and uh, just keep like I said, keep it come in and grind.
4: Did wanna ask you too about Casey Thompson. He gets banged up a little bit, comes back out and throws some incredible balls. I mean, what did you what was your perspective of him in the way he played tonight?
5: You know, I have all the respect for Casey. He's a great team guy, he's very humble. I'm he's he's the guy that he might be banged up, but he's given giving us all I have faith in Chubb. We have great great quarterbacks back behind us. Three deep, whatever, four deep is awesome. So um whoever behind us, but Casey, did a really good job tonight, and I'm really proud of him.
4: Appreciate your time. Congrats on the win. Thank you. Welcome back into the locker room show. I'm Jessica Hootie here with one of the stars of the game tonight, Malcolm Hartsog. Well, take me through just getting the start tonight and just going into this game knowing that you're going to be in a bigger role tonight.
6: Uh, just throwing that prejudice like I started um, – I was just going hard at prejudice, and then he put me in the position like to start, so I took advantage of it and like, gave it all I got the whole week coming up to the game.
4: How ready were you? How ready did you feel to come in and, and make the impact that you made tonight?
6: I was ready. I was ready for it, like the game before. So I practiced. I just kept on paying attention. I at practiced, so like it felt right away, like I could do it.
4: You're handling this like a pro because you got some teammates over here giving you. Hey, take me through the special teams, the touchdown, what you saw, and then when you got into the end zone.
6: Uh. My eyes got big when I seen it on the <laughs> ground, cause I never thought I, I knew I play defense now, so I never thought like I get a touchdown like that quick, as soon as I got my first start, so it was uh, fun getting my first touchdown on defense.
4: What was it like coming back to the sideline and everybody congratulating you?
6: Uh, it was unreal. Everybody touching on me, tapping on my helmet, just giving me props yeah, wow. for it.
4: How big is it, though, just, again, a special teams play? It can completely change the trajectory of a football game to make to help make that kind of play after Chris Glarvick blocks it for you to finish it. I mean, how big was that for this team?
6: It was big. We worked on special teams all week, and we worked on a plump block that we were going to do. He just said all week that somebody's going to come free, and when he do, got to get a scoop of score. And that was me, getting a scoop and score.
4: Love it. Describe the confidence that this defense played with tonight. It just seemed like a completely different defense that was on the sideline, the demeanor that you guys had. Just seemed like you were flying around and having fun.
6: Uh, we were locked in. The defense was locked in. Like We knew everything, what was coming, what we were going to get. in uh, a walk through the day, like, we were locked in, no mess ups. So it, was, it felt right.
4: What was it like working with Bill Bush over this last couple of weeks as, with him taking over as defensive coordinator?
6: Uh, it was good. He just told us what we do, what we need to do in order to win, and he put us in the right position to win, as you can see. And he's uh, just um, good off uh, play calling.
4: You know, we've heard from players on both sides talking about playing complementary football. So when the defense does something good, offense respond, and, and vice versa. How big was that? That you know, when the defense would come up big, the offense would go score. When you guys needed it, you guys seemed to be feeding off of each other, the offense mm-hmm. and the defense.
6: Yeah, that's good. Like We need to feed off each other. Like When they get a big play on offense, we need to come back and get a stop on defense and then vice versa.
4: How do you guys build off of this?
6: Tomorrow and um, have our head All right.
4: Appreciate your time. Congratulations. Thank you. Welcome back into The Locker Room Show. I'm Jessica Cootie here with Trey Palmer. Well, how good did it feel to walk off the field tonight with a win?
7: I'm just happy the team won. We've been wanting this for a long time. And we finally got it done, and I'm just happy for the team.
4: What did come together, Just not just the offense, defense? It seemed like you guys put a lot of things together tonight.
7: We just finished, finished. We knew it was gonna be a fight, and we just finished.
4: Talk about the offensive line and, and what they did tonight. They had so much shuffling, and then even Turner goes out there in that first half for what they were able to do to allow Casey time to throw the football and get the ball in wide receivers' hands tonight.
7: I mean, they dug deep, and we finished like I always go back to. We finished.
4: Hey, Ty. Oh, hey, Wino. And Casey, what about him and, and how he threw the ball around tonight?
7: I mean, I'm just – Happy, he hit the connections, and we be doing it at practice, so it wasn't nothing major, so we do this at practice and we transfer at practice to the game.
4: Yeah, describe the connection between you two. It just seems like he's comfortable. He just knows where to get you the ball.
7: Yes, yes, that what we do at practice, we work on throws at the practice, so our connection coming well, good.
4: With Mickey taking over as the interim head coach and Mike stepping in as the assistant coach, what's it like working with him? It seems like you guys got a really good relationship with him too. Yeah,
7: How we do. It's just like... It's business it's business we work, we want to win games, so that we're here for to win games, and this is what we're trying to do
4: and then just the wide receivers as a whole Oliver Martin stepped up tonight. there's other guys that i mean how big is that to have so many wide receivers that can step up and make those big plays? I
7: mean, we been new we can do that it's just a matter of time they show on a big stage
4: How fun was it to see the defense flying around like they did tonight?
7: Oh they always do that at practice
4: but to see them do it in a game, how big was that?' Yeah,
7: it's, it's amazing, I like that.
4: And then how do you guys build off of what you did tonight
7: moving forward? You just watch film, get better tomorrow, just go on the All
4: right, Trey Palmer, appreciate your time. Thank you. Welcome back in to our final segment of the Locker Room Show. Jessica Coody here with Oliver Martin. Well, I mean, you've been asking everybody how good did that feel to walk off the field tonight with a win?
8: Oh, it felt awesome to, uh, you know, switch the momentum up and get a, a much-needed win, especially in uh, Big Ten play. You know, uh, anytime you get a win, it feels really good, but especially with where we're at right now as a program and in the Big Ten, like that was huge.
4: Take me through the last couple of weeks and, and what allowed you guys to put some things together that you put together tonight?
8: Um, we we switched up our, uh, our game week process, um, but Whipple and all the other coaches, you know, they kind of had the same routine with uh, making the game plan and figuring out what plays work best against this week Indiana's defense. But um, yeah, that combined with, um, our new game week setup is, you know, how we kind of prepared.
4: How good did it feel for you to get involved, and really from the start to to be able to make some plays for this offense tonight? It felt great.
8: Um, you know, I I've always known that I could make plays for this offense, so it was just, you know, kind of staying patient and waiting for my time. Because um, I know once I get the chance, uh, it it's just an incline from there. So.
4: How about Casey Thompson and the way he threw it around tonight and, and he banged up, came back out there, fought through it, and, and for him to spread the ball around like he did to, to your, the wide receivers tonight?
8: Oh, that, that's what we want him to do, and we know he's really good at that, and it's a strength of our, our offense to throw deep shots. We've got a bunch of fast guys, and we've got Casey who's good at staying in the pocket, reading the defense, and throwing the long ball, so... Um, you know, it was good to showcase that and have some of those plays executed tonight.
4: What can you say about the offensive line? I mean, they've had to shuffle, and then even Turner goes out in the first half for them to come together and still do what they did tonight as well.
8: Oh, it's huge. You know, uh, they, they set up the whole offense, whether it's run or pass. But um, Ollie, Ollie. There's, uh, there's a ton of guys on the O-line that can that can block and, you know, do well in the offense. So they just, if it's a man down, next man in, and we, we have faith in him.
4: How good was it to see the defense perform and fly around like they did tonight?
8: Oh, it was awesome, you know. we uh, The offense, everyone on the team has faith in them. We know they're all really good athletes, so just getting put in a good position to make plays, and, you know, they showcased that tonight against a Big Ten opponent.
4: Last thing, what do you guys need to do to, I mean, close the chapter on this one and quick turnaround Friday night in Rutgers?
8: Yeah, uh, Mick talks about a 24-hour rule, so we'll watch the film tomorrow and, uh, you know, kind of, kind of process that and then move on to Rutgers right away since we play on Friday.
4: Appreciate your time. Great game. Yeah, Thank you. Here with Quentin Newsom, what got into this defense in the black shirts tonight? Um, just, just you know, flying around fast to the
9: ball, you know, just being able to stop the run. You know, our guys up there in the trenches, Uh, I feel like they dominated this game and that allowed us in the back end to play um, a great game, fly around to the ball, worry about the pass and, you know, we just played good overall as a team today.
4: Yeah, it was you know from the front, the inside linebackers, you guys on the back end. It seemed like it was all clicking. How much fun is that when you guys are all playing like that?
9: It was it was fun. (laughs) It was fun, man. It was just it was just great, you know. You know uh, the team knows what um, we're capable of, and you know the level of play we can go to, and you know tonight we showed it.
4: That's a good offense that you guys really shut down, especially in the second half. So how much confidence can you take away from that? Um. We can only we can take away so much positive things from this game right here
9: um just you know just just knowing that you know we can compete with guys in the big team you know um you know we we got a lot of talent on this team and it's all coming together even with the coaching changes and all this and all that we still remain to stay together
4: special team score how big
9: was that for this team oh that was huge uh after that it was just like man you know we haven't had that special teams score in a minute that was a great feeling um i think that just helped us carry momentum um into the following plays
4: How about Malcolm and the way he performed
9: tonight Oh yeah that, uh <laughs> Is that like your little brother <laughs> Yeah man that's, man I'm I'm proud of him man I, I call him my grandbaby <laughs> Just cuz you know he he from Mississippi that's where my uh that's where my father from and you know they they from the exact same place and wow. it's it's really small and you know just just being able to see him step up to the challenge you know I I'm, I'm really proud of him
4: and then the offense too, and you are one that you interact and and talk with the offense too. But for you guys to feed off of each other the way that you did tonight, how
9: important was that too? Uh, it, was, it was very important, you know. When um, you know this season, you know things things haven't always gone our way as a defense. Um, our offense has been picking us up, and you know it, it felt great to be able to do that for them too. So. I know, you know, we have each other's back at the end of the day.
4: What did Bill Bush bring to the defense this week and the last couple of weeks? But it, excuse me, Bill Bush, what did he bring to the oh, defense?
9: He, he brought a lot of energy. Um, <laughs> you know, always positive, you know, always trying to get us going, motivated, um, and, you know, simplifying stuff for us. Um, you know, it was, he brought a lot of energy to us.
4: You mentioned this a little bit at the, the beginning, but just the defensive line, Ty Robinson, those guys, how big they were. How, I mean, how big is that for them to play like that moving forward?
9: Um, that's huge. Um, you know, just for us to be clicking on all cylinders as a defense. Um, you know, when them guys are doing well, it, it makes it easier for us. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's very important, you know. Um, you know, we got a lot of trust in them guys. Uh, we support them guys. Anything they do, we support them. Um, you know, we stay
4: together as a team.
9: And for this defense,
4: what do you guys need to do to I mean you gotta close the chapter, quick turnaround Friday night at Rutgers?
9: Um we just need to focus on the next game. Um this game is over with. Uh we got a victory, you know, we tomorrow we
4: back we back in Memorial Stadium um working on Rutgers. Appreciate your time. Great game. Mm, thank you. All right, well what kind of fire did this Nebraska defense come out with tonight?
10: Um just uh just a hot, hot energy. I mean, coming off a of bye week, like we kind of just had a chance to just take our breath and just kind of realize what's been going on and just kind of get a little bit of similarity with the coaching and just what they expect and what uh, new calls they're going to make. So it was just a chance for us to breathe and just kind of the chaos we had the first couple weeks. Um, but then we just, it was football's fun. Football gets you fired up. And when you're winning, its it's easy to stay fired up. So it was a blast.
4: What adjustments did this defense make that allowed you guys to fly around like you did tonight?
10: Just simplified it. I mean, that's that's really it. We've we have a young defense. We had a lot of new pieces from uh, last year to this year. Transfer guys. Like it's it's a whole new defense uh, personnel wise than we had last year. So we just simplified it. They didn't have that the benefit of having seven year guys like we had last year um, playing the same defense for a long time. So we just simplified it and just got our feet in the ground and played. So.
4: It all starts up front right. How about the play of the defensive line tonight?
10: Uh they played really good. Um they played really good. Got a got some pressure on the QB and uh, uh, clogged up running lanes. Like that they did their job. They're not going to always be in the stat stat books, but they they showed up in a big way tonight. So, it was fun.
4: All right, your interception. That what a play. I mean, take me through what you saw. I mean, you just ripped it from the guy.
10: Uh it was actually just kind of a Right place in the wrong, like uh, I was, I messed up honestly. Like there was miscommunication between me and Nick of uh, whose guys we were in. We were in man coverage, and uh, the tight end I think actually was running free. So I just ended up in the right place at the right time, Um, and I got lucky honestly. But yeah, it was a really cool thing, and uh, so yeah, it was fun.
4: Getting takeaways though, I mean, how how big is that for defense?
10: It's huge. uh, Takeaways are points for us. Um, so yeah, that's it's always a big emphasis to get uh, to get takeaways, get turnovers, interceptions, fumbles, uh, whatever it is. So that's huge for us.
4: And then the special teams touchdown, uh, how big of a momentum changer is that?
10: That's huge. It was you you just steal seven points uh, by doing that. So yeah, it's uh, obviously lifted us a huge moment uh, momentum builder in the first half. So it's just it's a good. It's good game good fun game
4: it was Chris Kalarvik who blocks it that allows Malcolm to, to scoop and score and he's a guy that was inside moved outside and moved back inside he's a team guy just wants to do every, anything for the team you guys seem so happy for him so what was that like seeing him make that big play
10: oh yeah everybody loves Chris like I mean he's kind of he's kind of gone through it, like position wise of just flipping back and forth different coaching different coaches and stuff and he's transferred like he's but he's he's all in for the team he was on all basically all the special teams like like he's he's a team guy, so we all love him and we know he was, we knew all week he was gonna make that big play, so and he went out and made that big play, so it was fun.
4: And Malcolm Hartzog over at Corner, how about how he played tonight and, and again locking up there in the back end?
10: Yeah, everybody, all the coaches are so high on Malcolm coming in as a freshman. He's he's making plays. He's earning uh, playing time right now. And he's uh, came up in a big way, scoring a touchdown. So that's was awesome for him, happy for him.
4: How much confidence can the defense take away from this? I mean, Indiana is a good offense. And, and they move fast. And they do some things that make things challenges for a defense. So how much can you take away from this and build off of it moving forward?
10: Yeah, it's all about stacking days, stacking uh, momentum, stacking wins. Um, so that's just what we're gonna do, and that's what we're gonna try to do with uh, Rutgers. I haven't watched a lot of film on them, but I know they're gonna be a—they're a Big Ten team. They're talented. They're good. They're well coached. Um, so it's gonna be another big challenge on a short week. So we're looking forward to it.
4: Say, I see. I, I joked on the broadcast that I think the one person that was the happiest on the sideline when you got your play, big play, the interception was Nick Henrich. So again, I mean, just the dy- dynamic between you two. I know you're glad to have him back out there.
10: Oh yeah, no. And it, it's, it's just like, it's so easier, it's so much easier to play with Nick. I've just had that, so many bank reps uh, playing with uh, Nick, so it was a blast. And yeah, he's he's got my back, i has got his back, and so he's it's awesome, it's fun playing out there with him.
4: Appreciate your time, great win.
10: Thank you.